Good morning, family. Welcome to the Wednesday recap for the No Grow Show podcast. It's good to see you guys today. For those of you who couldn't make it, today we went over Matthew 28, 19 through 20. We talked about last, on Monday, we talked about No Grow Show. What does that look like? What is that? How do you incorporate that? How do we to come to youth group for three reasons? We want to know Jesus, grow Jesus, show Jesus. I know on the Wednesday recap, we were kind of, this is like the third time that we were discussing, or the second time we were discussing this because we actually got to get into the talk on this Monday. We didn't have a stink bomb go off this time. And uh, so let me read to you. Let me read to you Matthew 28, verses 19 through 20. And it says, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And truly, I am with you always to the very end of the age. Now, during the No Grow show, last week we talked about John 15. John 15, we that was kind of the emphasis was on grow. Matthew 13, 1 through 23, that was on the emphasis of no. So we wanted to focus on show. How do we show Christ? How do we give him to other people so that they can come to know Jesus? Remember that the whole cycle, the whole point of the cycle is that as you come to know Christ, you then are challenged to grow in Christ. Your relationship grows deeper. You become, in, you grow, get into a dependent, loving, encouraging relationship with Jesus, which then challenges you to go show Jesus to your friends. As you go and show Jesus, then you, those friends that you come, that come because of you showing Christ, they come to know Jesus. They then grow in Jesus. Then they go out and show Jesus to their friends. They come to know Jesus. It keeps going. It keeps going. So, Matthew Matthew 28, 19 through 20 is what is called the Great Commission. The Great Commission was as Jesus' send-off. What do you do now that I am not here? He even goes into Acts 1 8, because Matthew 28, 19 through 20, that's the end of Matthew, just before the book of Acts. And in the book of Acts, he goes a little deeper into what does he mean by all nations. He says, And I will send you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. That means everybody. That this is the inclusion of what are the Gentiles or the non-Jews into the family of God. And Acts is a time where people are struggling. One of the biggest struggles of Acts is who's allowed into the church? Who is a Christian? Who gets the Holy Spirit? And that's that's like the main key, folks, is like, so as, and I mentioned this on Monday, but we talked about it today on Wednesday. As you, it says, go and make disciples of all nations. It doesn't matter who those people are. You are just meant to go and bring people to Jesus. Of all nations, of all backgrounds, of all tendencies, bring them to Christ. Christ will change their hearts. Your goal is to just bring anybody to Jesus. Nobody is too far gone for him. If you weren't too far gone, then these people aren't either. But it says, as the, when it says go, that can be translated to as you are going. So as you're going to school, as you're going to work, as you're, whatever you're doing, you are showing Jesus to the people around you. In the Old Testament, we talked about this too, is that 
the Old Testament, the whole goal of the chosen people of Israel was that they could be blessed so that they could bless the rest of the nations. They were blessed with abundance so that they could give to the Amorites, the Philistines, the Egyptians. They were supposed to show that like, my God is so good that you get blessed because you are near me. It reminded me of when like when the snow fell and my family would go out and we would shovel the whole block. That's the same thing. There one of the things that like back in uh the early days of my faith, I had friends come up to me and they said to me, "Ian, when I'm around you, I swear less." And I don't know what the story is there. And it reminded me of a situation. If you were in a dark room and you couldn't see anything around you, and somebody walked in with a candle. You now can see your surroundings. You can see the world about you. Now that person leaves. All of a sudden you're like, oh, this is, I knew what it looked like, but I need the light to come back. It's very similar. You, The Lord calls us to be the light of the world. When, we're, when we just show Jesus to the people around us, they notice. People notice what it's supposed to look like. Oh, why? because why in the world would somebody care if they swore more around one person than another? They notice something different about you. They notice that they changed around you. And they weren't disappointed in it. They weren't sad that they were they swore less. They felt better because of it. I can't tell you how many times people wanted to come to my house when I was in high school because it was a restful place. My parents loved Jesus, and it was a place that people could come and rest. That is what it's like to have Jesus in your life. You are a restful person. You bless people by being the light in a dark place. Now, here's the deal. We're all in ministry. Your goal as you show Jesus is to identify who your flock is. That's Christianese for who has God put in your life that you get to show Jesus to. So we kind of talked about, these were the action steps I wanted the Wednesday morning Bible study to do. And I want to challenge you guys as those listening to the podcast. The first thing is, is who do you want to come to know Jesus this year? Who's that one person? When I mention it, you already have a face in your head or a name. You know that one person that you want to see come to Jesus and experience the life change of Christ. Have that, like, let's pray for that person this year. Let's see the life change in that one person. Second question, who is someone that you want, who are some people that you want to come and join the youth ministry? Who are those folks? Identify, look around. Who do you want to invite? And then the third thing is identify your flock. Who are the people that God has put you around? Your friends, your family, your coworkers. Those are the people that you are called to show Jesus to. Identify them because I believe that you don't need to be a pastor by title in order to do the job that you've been called to do. You are called to sow seed, Matthew 13, 1 through 23, so that people can come and know Jesus. You are to share the gospel not only with your life, but with your words. As you show Christ to people, they will come to know who Christ is. By showing Christ, you will also grow in your faith because that is a challenge. It is a challenge to work at a 
Wendy's and to show Jesus in, the, in a fast food environment. It is a challenge to bag groceries and show Christ. It is a challenge to show Jesus to your family. It is a challenge to show Jesus to your friends. But God is faithful. Let's do it. You got it, fam. I love you. We'll see you next week.